0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice,
1: humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk
2: podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. <laughs>
3: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Uh, My name is Sean, and sitting across the virtual table from me is the astral projection of John Irons. What's going on, John?
0: Technically, I'm sitting across the astral table from you today.
3: (laughs) That is true. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, tonight's episode is a crossover with another podcast that I listen to. And those of you that listen to my other podcast, The Prime Direction, will recognize, uh, one of these guests from episode two is Mr. Troy Wood. Troy, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing okay.
3: And he is on uh, World War G. His partner, AJ, is going to be joining us uh, soon, we hope. We have some uh, yeah. technical difficulties to work out. but uh, So the G in World War G stands for geek. Yes. And uh, obviously World War G kind of comes from World War Z. So it, are, are you a fan of that movie?
1: Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a good movie for sure, but um, basically the title basically came from him and I going back and forth about a week, texting back and forth, uh, going, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? No, no, no. Uh, and then we kind of hit one of us. I think it was him. I think it was AJ. said, what about World War Z? And we were both just like, yeah, I guess that'll work. That should be good yeah so that's 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 pretty much how it happened
3: As I was a fan I was a fan of the book World War Z but and I, I can't say that I'm not a fan of the movie because it was a good movie it's just a really bad adaptation of that book
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's why I hear I haven't read the book myself but I hear it's not entirely faithful
3: yeah well yeah because the book is written almost like a uh, if they were to if they were to film the movie like the book was written it would be almost more of a documentary type type feel to it because right, it's, right. it's all interviews and it's different people from different parts of the world but that's a whole other can of worms but um, before we get into any news or anything like that I've got an entry for our new segment that I started on the last show the Guard Shack reviews where uh, I talk about something that I watched during my part-time weekend job as a security guard where I don't have a whole lot else to do other than just watch stuff on my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) So um, one of the things that I've been watching over the last couple of weeks is a TV show from AMC called Halt and Catch Fire. Have you guys ever watched that?
1: Um, I haven't
0: watched it. Um, I've seen the commercials for it.
1: I actually haven't even heard of it.
3: Oh, really? Okay. Well, it, there's three seasons, and each season is, I think, 10 episodes. So there's th- 30 episodes altogether. There's going to be one more season coming uh, next year sometime, and that's going to be the the end of it. But I watched the entirety of what they've got out so far <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. And the the show is about the computer race from the early 1980s and it kind of moves into the birth of the internet in the 90s and that kind of stuff and it deals with a couple of guys who invent this computer that's basically a uh, fictional it's a fictional computer that competes against what IBM and Apple were working on in those days. They uh, They reverse engineered IBM's computer and made a more portable version of it almost like a laptop but not mm-hmm. not quite that portable, it ha- and it's it's fictional in that they had L- an LCD screen on it and stuff like you know stuff that they, they weren't quite there yet in in eighty three in real life, but this is supposed yeah. to be a little bit more advanced. But it's got uh, one character is like the business savvy guy, one guy is the tech guy that knows all the knows how to build everything, and they've got a hacker girl that writes all the code for them and stuff. But if you like computer stuff like the uh the steve jobs movie that came out last year and yeah. the one that uh ashton kutcher made you know those kind of movies that show like the birth of the computer age back in the 80s it's a uh, it's a good show there, and there's a lot of character drama interlaced in it but and some of that kind of gets kind of gets tiring but i, I think it's a byproduct of watching one episode after another after another instead of watching it week by week like it's designed to do but but I uh yeah I recommend it Halt and Catch Fire it's on AMC and uh you can probably I don't think it's on Netflix you can probably find all of them on like Google Play or Am- it may be on Amazon Prime I'm not sure
1: yeah I'm uh I'm, I'm looking at the cast and uh there's not a- too many people I recognize I recognize Lee Pace uh, I recognize Scoot McNary.
3: Yeah, he's been uh, on but, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but that's
1: that's about it. I don't really recognize anybody else.
3: Yeah, I didn't really recognize a whole lot of people when I started watching it, but it's it's really good. the 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 one guy that's like the the business guy, he's a real uh, he's a real piece of work. He, I mean, he'll screw anybody over to to get what he wants, even the people that's building the computer that he's <laughs> that he's wanting to sell. He's the sales right. guy, you know. So, but yeah. Um, now I got several things on my list here that I want to talk about tonight. And uh the the first one that I wanted to touch on was this big four night crossover that's coming up the week after Thanksgiving on the CW uh with yes. the Arrowverse. And they're all gonna participate in one story that's gonna span four days. So obviously you guys are both fans of the the CW D C comic shows, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, you have three of them. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> Which three?
0: Oh, good point. Yeah, actually, I'll I'll, <laughs> I, I'll sign that.
1: Yeah, I I love I love the Flash. Um, I love Legends Tomorrow. Uh, Arrow is also there, but I really don't like Supergirl.
3: Okay. What do you not? What do you not like about Supergirl?
1: You know, the the few episodes I've watched, and I I watched the pilot. And, uh, I watched the flash crossover and then I've watched like the first three episodes of the second season. And I just, I I can't, I can't do it. I can't get into it. I don't, the, the acting bugs me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, 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 I almost want to say it's too cheery, but that's not, it's not why I don't like it. It's, it just hasn't resonated with me like say the flash has. I I don't care too much about these characters. I think that's what it is.
3: Okay. Yeah, I like I mean I like Supergirl. It's not my favorite out of that uh out of that line of shows. I, obviously, the Flash is my favorite one. Yes, me too. But um but I like su- Supergirl is almost to me is kind of like the Flash, but it's not as technical you know there's a lot of there's a lot of science in the flash that's not really there and and supergirl is just superhero stuff flash flash has a lot of a lot of tech kind of stuff and um those two characters i think go together well when they did that crossover last year i thought that they worked together pretty well i don't really i didn't watch uh arrow when it first started so i haven't gone back and caught up on it and legends of tomorrow I did I watched maybe three episodes of the first season and it kind of lost me. There's a lot going on on that show and there's a lot of people <laughs> to keep there up is, with yeah. so
0: yeah, yeah I uh, yeah, in order of uh, preference flash then arrow, I just now started like liking supergirl like I, I, last year when it first came out the first season. I was kind of mad. I watched the first few episodes, and then I caught up. Um, I guess like after the mid-season finale, after they introduced the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm 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 current with it, but it's still I I like I know I know exactly what you're saying with the it's not that it's too sweet exactly, it's just almost you know it's like the difference between like. Uh, like a, like a saturday morning cartoon like 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 the adventures of like like a batman versus a uh, super friends yeah you know yes. like the rest of the cw shows are like batman and this is like super friends yeah which isn't bad it's just uh you know not what i have a taste for anymore
3: i think that the second season it's moved to CW. It was on CBS last season. I think that so far the second season is better than it was when it was on CBS. I don't know if CBS was trying to hold back and not make it as much of a show like Flash and and, and Arrow are, but uh but now that it's moved to CW, it seems it seems like almost like they did a soft reboot. I mean, it's a, a lot of the same characters. I think Callista Flockhart left in like the third episode or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but they've kind of <laughs> she made actually it grew on me
0: because I, I hated her initially, but she over the course of the season. Oh, well, I guess you didn't get to that part. Well, if you, <laughs> no. if you didn't watch, got good.
3: if you didn't watch the first season, if you just started watching it now, you wouldn't be lost because a lot of those storylines that they were doing in that first season, they've kind of dropped them and yeah, almost, but... almost started over
0: that intro that that she does at the beginning pretty much
1: tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Right, yeah.
3: But anyway, the uh so starting the the Monday after Thanksgiving, which will be a little about a week and a half from now, um they're going to do the big crossover. And every year they kind of do some small crossovers. Arrow and Flash always do an episode together or a two-parter. Mm-hmm. And uh I and really Legends of Tomorrow kind of is a a crossover itself anyway because most of those characters (laughs) came from the flash and arrow anyway but this is the first time that they've done like a four night event that will continue the story all the way through the through the week so i'm kind of looking forward to it i don't know you know they on a different kind of on a different note they do crossovers on shows like chicago fire and uh Uh, law and order SVU, you know, they're kind of made by the same people. So they do crossovers like that sometimes, but the way they do it is it's a complete episode of Chicago fire. And just one little piece of that episode carries over into law and order SVU and, and may may have one character or something. Right. Yeah. But it looks like they're doing something different with this. It looks like all the characters are going to be in the various shows.
1: I, I, you know, I, I, look forward to that. Um, I watch each one of these shows minus Supergirl. I watch the three um religiously. I've seen every episode of all three. Um, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it'll be interesting to see, kind of, the the villain they bring in or villains. Yeah. I guess they could be. Um, I know, you know, spoilers here, but Reverse Flash is still running around over on Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> um, they got uh, uh, Salazar just showed up on The Flash this last episode. So it'll be it'll be interesting to, to see. Maybe they might have a little mini um, uh, Legion of Doom going on. That'd be kind of cool.
3: Yeah, well, I mean the name of the the name of the epic is Heroes versus Aliens, so whoever the bad guys are are going to be aliens. AJ's joining us. AJ, how are you?
4: Oh, fantastic! Just another day in paradise. <laughs> now that we figured out these technical difficulties.
3: Yeah, welcome to Cosmic Potato. Thank you. Um, so we're talking about the uh, the CW DC Comics crossover that's coming up in a couple of weeks got any thoughts on that
4: I'm pretty stoked for it and like the others have already said I haven't really gotten into Supergirl very much
2: yeah,
3: yeah what, same thing Troy was saying but um, <laughs> what did you guys think of um, Superman on, on Supergirl did you like that version of Superman yeah
1: I, I actually r- really enjoyed it Yeah, as a huge Superman fan and AJ and I have on the rounds with it. But I I really liked it. I thought he did a really good job. Batman for life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be cool if they kinda did a a Batman uh appearance or something like that. Which I mean they they could. I don't know. With Gotham going on at the same time, I don't know that they'll work that in there. But they work Superman in there even though he's got a movie series right now. So, and Gotham
0: yeah. Gotham is like a flashback right so it well it it, take, it takes
3: place in present day but it's about Gotham City before uh before he became Batman when he was like a little kid so but it takes place presently and there is a weird like in the first season they showed the um um what's arrows uh, Oliver Oliver What's his name? Oliver Queen. Queen. Oliver Queen. Yeah, they showed his his company's logo in an episode of uh, of Gotham in the first season. So I don't I know. They did, yeah. yeah, I don't know if there's maybe a a possible future crossover there. Fox doesn't really like to cross over with other networks, so it's true. <laughs> you can yeah. tell they don't they don't play well with Marvel when they're when they're making <laughs> uh, X Men movies and stuff. So, <laughs> but um. Okay, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about as far as in the news. Man, it's, it sounds like somebody is just rubbing their microphone all over their body.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that was probably me.
0: Okay,
3: <laughs> no, that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought, I, thought, I thought someone had like a glass of iced tea. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it did sound like
3: that. But uh, this week, Nintendo pulled one of their classic moves to make sure that we talk about them on this podcast and that their name stays relevant until Christmas. Because (laughs) er earlier this year, they announced that the NES Classic, which looks like a miniature version of the NES, which I know John and I probably have a lot of experience with the original NES. But um, this is a plug-and-play console, but it has like 30 games built into it, like Castlevania and Donkey Kong and all three of the original Mario games. But this week they, they released it, but they only sent like five to 10 consoles to each store. So they guaranteed only a handful of people to be able to get <laughs> yeah. it. And now they're all yeah. sold out. My sister-in-law went to GameStop and asked if they had it and they just laughed at her. <laughs> you know. So this is, uh, they're making this into a hot item for, for Christmas. And I'm not really a gamer, but I really, I really kind of wanted one of these because I like those old classic NES games, but I'm not a guy that's going to stand in line at midnight trying to get one of only five <laughs> five consoles, I'm, but
0: I'm sure you can get the Sega plug and play.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they're already saying that because this because it was such a success that they're going to make next year is going to be like the the Super Nintendo version and then and then they're going to make a Nintendo 64 version and stuff like that. But I just think it's a crappy move to announce this thing back in like June and have everybody psyched up for it, and then you only send ten ten consoles to the store.
1: I I didn't realize that it was so few because I've I've been looking for uh, for myself. I'm a huge fan of the original Nintendo. Um, I know AJ is too, and yeah, I I looked on eBay and it's like going for two hundred and thirty dollars right now and it's it's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. And uh I had asked at GameStop uh back in the summer if they were gonna have any and they put me on the list to call uh when they got some in and of course they got so few that I they probably never called any of those numbers because they had of course they they had five, six people in the store that wanted to buy one anyway, so (laughs) why are they gonna call everybody? But uh But yeah, I just thought, it, it just bummed me out because now I know, because I'm not the kind of person that's going to go to the store and fight over these things, so I'm just not going to get one. This Not for Christmas anyway. <laughs> probably in the spring, maybe I might get one.
4: But, they're just trying to pull a Willy Wonka.
3: Yeah, exactly. With I mean, the
4: golden ticket. They're,
3: they're, they're guaranteeing themselves, because now they're going to be talked about in the news, they're going to be talked about on shows like this, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a hot item for Christmas even though, you know, it might not have been a, as hot of an item before because there's not a lot of kids that are playing games now that are interested in wanting to go back and play in those old NES games. It's guys Too like much. us. Yeah, it's guys like us that are they're going to want it.
4: Oh, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm still kind of hesitant to go back and play some of those games just because, you know, you play the PS4 and these graphics, they look so realistic. And then you go back to those ones and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But they're also way more difficult than the ones that they have out now.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I used to have a uh the Game Boy Advance SP I think and and I had uh a few games classic games on it that for it that I would play and that they're they're addictive. I yeah, I can still get sucked into them for hours. You know. I like I like newer games now. You know, my son's got a uh not an xbox 360 the the xbox one yeah he's got he's got that but i just i don't know i like those games but like i only like them for a few minutes it's just it's too much (laughs) it's too much for my senses you know (laughs) i guess i'm getting old you know i turned 40 in the summer so (laughs) but uh i do want the uh the PlayStation virtual reality thing that's coming out, I would like to try that. I'm not gonna go out and buy it, but I would like to try it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I you know it's funny, I just realized that V R stood for virtual reality. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm a little behind. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the commercial the guy's playing like a a Batman game. Now I, I do like like Arkham Asylum. And Arkham City, I like those games. So, getting sucked into one of those and actually being Batman in them seems like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, Doctor Strange is a movie that came out a couple weeks ago that I went to see at the local drive-in. And Mm -hmm. uh, if you're listening and you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet and you care about spoilers then you might not want to listen to the rest of this episode because we're going to spoil some stuff here and we're going to talk about the walking dead in a few minutes. And I know we're going to spoil some stuff there. So, so you might want to just, just skip the rest of the episode. But, um, (laughs) so first impressions of, uh, Dr. Strange start with Troy.
2: Um,
3: well, I,
1: I said, I've said it before. Uh, it's not my favorite Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's 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 in probably the top seven or eight because it deals with something that we really haven't seen before in the MCU, which is magic, uh, yeah. which is you know other interdimensional beings and, and stuff like that. So it I liked it for that fact. Um, the plot itself was pretty, you know, it, it's pretty standard. It, it's a good origin movie. Um, but I, I appreciated Doctor Strange for what it now has done for the MCU, which is open all kinds of doors, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be pretty cool moving forward. I think.
3: AJ, what did you think?
4: Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm a huge fan of Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I did, I did really like how they incorporated, um, like Troy was saying, with the multiverses. They opened it up so that they can include everybody, um, as well as, I don't know, it it was a pretty solid movie as far as Marvel goes. They pretty much can do no wrong. I was kind of, that one as well as Ant-Man were the two that I was kind of like skeptical a little bit of, how they were going to make it work, but they pulled it off, like always.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: John?
0: Completely concur. Like I, I, <laughs> I also liked it. Um, I like that they brought in magic. I didn't think of it. To me, it wasn't as big a um, like a paradigm shift as like, I guess, Guardians of the Galaxy, as far as completely different from the other Marvel movies, because they've they've kind of already introduced magic with Thor. Like, yeah, they just didn't. You know, they're like, oh well, it's not really magic. It's kind of magic, and it's and I, I to me that's kind of in the same vain um, so yeah it's a good origin story i i uh, always liked uh, doctor strange um, and benedict cumberbatch yeah i, I think it uh, i was pleased and i actually i kind of accidentally saw it in 3d which worked <laughs> <laughs> which worked out well cuz I, I i um like my birthday was like right before it came out and i'm a member of this movie club and they give you a free ticket and it's one of those uh, fancy theaters where you like reserve your seat, reserve your seat online.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and the and the only showing that worked like with my schedule was a 3D showing. So uh, so I paid a little extra, but it was worth it.
3: Yeah that uh, that one that one scene when he first gets pushed into the astral plane or whatever and he's and it's real trippy and all that kind of stuff. That seems like it would be really cool in 3D.
0: It was that or,
4: or LSD. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. It was. <laughs> i
3: I went to see it at the drive-in so 3d wasn't an option but um i like the movie it it was like a change of pace for marvel i mean we've gotten a ton of superhero movies from marvel and from well from everybody everybody's making superhero movies now but uh over the past couple of years and they're all so tied to each other and they use a lot of superhero tropes and stuff like this, and th- like you said, this one dealt with magic more than than sci-fi and there wasn't like a tech suit and stuff like that, so I like the the change of pace um a lot of people don't like Benedict Cumberbatch personally, I really like him I'm a big fan of sherlock um he gets a lot of hate for um Star Trek into Darkness, which is not the best Star Trek movie I didn't mind I didn't mind his performance. I think most people just hated him because he wasn't like the original Khan. <laughs> but um, every character he plays is a pretentious butthole. <laughs> but but you know he he does it really well. You know so <laughs> so there you go. But I will say I'll say this about uh, the the movie Doctor Strange. It wasn't one that. I did like the movie, but it wasn't a movie that really excited me, and what I mean to say is that when I saw Civil War, I talked about it over the next couple of weeks with people for hours, you know, and uh, the, the conversations that I had with people over this movie were a lot more brief, just basically, you know, it was a good movie, I like that part where that thing happened, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't one that I felt the need to go watch again. You know, I watched Civil War twice when it was in theaters. And uh, and I saw this one once, and I'll probably watch it again when it comes out on Blu-ray or something like that. But um, I don't like the new Marvel title card sequence. Oh, the
1: the Marvel Studios yeah, that they're doing now? Yeah. yeah, the
3: other one was so simple. It was just flipping the comic pages, and it says Marvel, and then you go on to the movie. This one... It's like they had to show all the characters and they drew it out and all that kind of. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really like that, but uh... I think I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the mid-credit scene sets up Thor Ragnarok. I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny the way that they did it with uh, Thor saying he doesn't drink tea, so his tea turns into a beer and all that kind of stuff. Is Doctor Strange supposed to be in Thor Ragnarok? Because they were setting uh, it up I mean... like he was like he was going to be part of it. I had not heard that he was going to be in it. I know I, he's going to be in the next Avengers movie. I know he's supposed to show up there, but I didn't know about Thor.
1: I I think he might be. I mean, I haven't I haven't heard. I'm just speculating here. But I think if he is, it'll be kind of a brief cameo, I think. Uh he'll just be in and out in 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 a few minutes. I think he'll get that scene that we saw um, at at the end there, and maybe a little more and I think that's that's probably it yeah yeah I can see him being a very intricate
3: character in the plot. I know the Hulk is supposed to be is supposed to have a big part of Thor and the main reason is because the Hulk that character is owned by Universal as far as films go, so yeah. they loan him out. To, to Marvel to use in the Avengers, but there's a concession that they can't make a Hulk movie. So they're going to put the Hulk in Thor and have a big part of it. So basically you're going to be watching Thor Ragnarok and also like Planet Hulk is going to be part of it mm-hmm. too, you know. so and, and that's a smart way of doing it because we've always... I've always kind of wondered, well, why don't you know Hulk is like a popular character? Why don't they make another Hulk movie? And it's because Universal says, if there's going to be another Hulk movie, we're going to make it. You know,
0: right? Yeah, because so. they've done such a bang up job. Yeah,
1: exactly. I know. <laughs> Talking to you, Ang Lee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the uh, the after credit scene leads us to believe that uh, Mordo, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Mordo. Is going Mm -hmm. to be a villain in the in the future. Um, I told my wife during the scene where Benjamin Bratt was was in the actual film, he came in and had like two lines and then he was gone. And I didn't understand why they had someone, why they had Benjamin Bratt come in and just do, you know, such a small scene. And then after the credits, I understood, you know, well, yeah, they're bringing him back for this, and and you know, he has a a part to play in this scene, which is still pretty small. I don't yeah. know why they needed Benjamin Bratt to do that, unless he just needs a paycheck. <laughs> you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, you know, if you got a free weekend, and, like, the, hey, do you want to be in a Marvel movie?
3: Yeah. You say yes. Yeah. He's got, I mean, he's got a job coming up. He's going to be in this uh, 24 uh, reboot that they're coming up with in the, in the spring. So, anybody got, got anything else to say about Doctor Strange before we move on? I do. Is that
4: the, oh, I was just going to say, is that the final infinity stone i don't know have they have they introduced all of them or is there isn't there six mm, of them you know no. what i think
0: i saw online and like somebody like broke it down and kept track of them and i think there's one left the uh, i think it's, oh, it's not the Cause, power stone
4: because the collector has got three and then you've got dr strange's and then you've got one um guardians of the galaxy or no
1: no it's um visions stone visions. That he's got his forehead yeah
0: the mind stone
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's one more. I think it's, I can't remember which one. I want to say Soul, but I don't think that's right.
2: But yeah, there, I, there's
1: I think one that actually more. might be right. Yeah, there is one more floating around out there somewhere, yeah.
3: And we're going to get uh two, I think, two more Marvel movies between now and when the uh, Avengers Infinity War comes out. So I think the, the next Thor movie and the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie will come out, so it'll probably work into one of those one of those stories, unless, Mm -hmm. unless the Infinity War is about that final stone, you know, it could be that as well. The Infinity War is going to be a huge movie. It's actually going to be a two-part movie, and uh, I've read stories that say that the storyboards that they're working on, some of the scenes have 60 characters in them, you know, (laughs) just superheroes, superheroes, superheroes everywhere, you know. (laughs) The skies will Gosh. be black with superheroes, <laughs> so we'll see about that. But uh, I, th-
1: I can't imagine, just from a business standpoint, how much that movie's going to cost. Yeah, just with paying all those people, that's going to be well, insane. you know, insane.
0: I am sure when they like when they get to the scenes where there's you know fifty people on the screen, like you know they'll all be computer generated. You know, because because they're all in suits. Like when they obviously they'll yeah. like, when they've got two people talking to each other, it'll be them. But you know, if you've got Iron Man fighting, I don't know, Groot, you know, <laughs> no one really needs to be there for that. Yeah, like, <laughs>
1: that's a good point.
0: Yeah. Um, the thing that I was the thing I was going to say it occurred to me on the train. Um, like I want to see Robert Downey Jr as sherlock and uh Benedict cumberbatch as sherlock and robert downer jr as, as Tony stark and Benedict cumberbatch as dr strange and I, and I thought about like doing a meme with the four of them just saying i'm the smartest i'm the smartest i'm
2: the smartest i'm the smartest
0: <laughs> that's it we yeah. can move on now
3: it's such a washington dc thing for you to say i, I thought about this on the train yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause in Birmingham like, we have we, we have no concept of that in Birmingham. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or or here in Utah, that's pretty foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, um the Walking Dead. Okay. So the reason that we didn't we, we did a show talking about Fall TV a couple of weeks ago and the reason we didn't do anything talking about the premiere of the Walking Dead is because as I said I, I still had some therapy to go through. And uh I wanted How are you doing? You okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing better. I'm doing I'm I'm making it. But uh I One wanted to, to yeah, <laughs> I wanted this, this
1: is a safe place. Don't worry about
3: it. <laughs> um my, na- my name's Sean, and 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 I'm I'm grieving Glenn and Abraham. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Hi, Sean. At least
4: you included. At least you included Abraham. I made or a, just forget about him. Yeah. You know, and just all oh, Glenn.
3: Uh. I made a meme yeah. the other day and put on Facebook. They had a picture of Abraham crying, and it said up at the top. Uh, Abraham be like, I died too. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to wait and see what the next few episodes of the season brought us before we really formed an opinion and talked about it on the show. So now we've had four episodes. Is everybody caught up? Has everybody seen all four? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I also wanted to wait until we had a couple more fans on the show. So the World War G guys are here and we're going to talk about The Walking Dead a little bit. So the premiere happened and we got an answer as to who it was that was going to be killed. And if you listen to the prediction that John and I did a few weeks back, then you'll know (laughs) that we had very different opinions about who was going to die. And we were both absolutely right. (laughs) So, so John said that he thought it would be someone like Abraham because he
0: I I picked Abraham because Abraham was too happy. (laughs) Um, And he was too defiant and he's just physically the biggest. So he's like the biggest threat to, you know, if something was to go down. Yeah.
3: And, and he was, he was central to the history of the group, but he wasn't one of the original members from season one and uh, and you were right about that. So the person that was being killed in that famous cliffhanger that we all saw last season was Abraham. Um mm-hmm. though they, they waited to show us uh suck my nuts part in the in the <laughs> in the premiere. That got a laugh from me. Even though one of my favorite characters is being killed, I was I laughed because it sucked my nuts and then, and then uh, Negan says, <laughs> he said suck my nuts, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that I thought that was such an Abraham way to 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 go out. But um, and I said that it would be Glenn, and the reason I said that he would be the one to die was because he was the person that Negan killed in the comic. And I thought it would set up the whole story that would lead to Maggie uh, becoming the leader of the Hilltop later in the season. And I was right, too. Though, um, in all the stories that I saw for a couple weeks after that, it looked like the Glenn death overshadowed Abraham a little bit. And that's a shame because they're they're both good characters. But I think that Glenn had kind of outlived his usefulness in the series. I, I love Glenn, but they've gained new members since they got to Alexandria a couple of seasons back. that kind of do the, they can do the same stuff that Glenn could do, you know? So they teased this last season with a false death to kind of see what everybody's reaction would be. Yeah, and like everything. a soft open. Yeah. Soft yeah, open casket. Yeah. So, uh, so what were you guys thinking when you saw the, the big scene that everybody was waiting for in the premiere? I'll start with John.
0: Uh, just like when I saw who it was.
3: Yeah, well, the, just um, the whole the whole episode as a whole, the the, the deaths and just the whole episode.
0: Well, um, you know, part of me was I don't want to say happy that I was right, but you know, <laughs> this is, it's nice it's nice when your guesses turn out. Um, so so in that I was, I guess, kind of prepared for it. I was kind of annoyed, actually. Like for the first uh, like ten or fifteen minutes, when because they were uh,
3: teasing yeah, us, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, come on, that's not necessary, and and I felt it was actually a little bit beneath them. Like Walking Dead doesn't usually just put pl- like keep the cliffhanger going like like that, and like for for him to have like the flashbacks, it would have been enough for us to just. You know, keep seeing what they were doing without him having to think about. Oh, could it be him? I'm like, you. That's, why are you showing me this? Oh, that kind of, that kind of pissed me off a little bit, actually.
3: I, I think that they did that because if they hadn't had that scene in there with the overpass and everything, then that episode would have no Walkers in it. And they get a lot of flack from people when they do an episode that has very few Walker deaths in it and stuff. No, no, like I'm that. not.
0: I'm not. I don't have a problem with the scene. I don't right. have a problem with like what happened. Yeah. I was annoyed that they kept showing little flashbacks where he showed various people. Yeah. But did, but, or, or I guess where Rick was thinking of various people, but it didn't like, it still didn't reveal who had died. That seemed gratuitous to me. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> when you're talking about the walking dead, if there's something gratuitous, that seemed like that was a little bit over the top.
3: That was confusing when they started showing where he was imagining every character getting, getting hit in the head with Lucille. Right. That was confusing because it almost it was, looked like he had killed everybody. You know, yeah, my, my, and my wife was kinda, sitting there watching it with me and she, asked, did he kill everybody? I said, like, no, I think that's just his imagination. So,
0: I mean, I get like later they were like, you know, you really need to think about what's going to happen if you don't <laughs> yeah. back down. Cause I will, I will do it. Yeah. And so that was him thinking about it, but it, it's, it's, you know, as far as, uh, That directorial choice, I was, I'm I'm firmly against it. And when Glenn died, I, I I did actually exclaim, I think.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, the 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 the, the line that he says when he first gets hit, and then he says, "Maggie, I'll find you." You know that that choked me up a little bit because you you know they. That's a relationship that's had a lot of uh, issues. There's been a lot of stuff come between them, trying to keep them apart over the last couple of seasons, and they finally got back together. And now, you know, one of them is gone. Yeah. And did she lose the baby? Didn't she? Lo- did she lose the baby?
0: It is not, she, as far as the show is concerned, it is not yet yeah. determined. Okay, we haven't we haven't seen her since she left. It, Go ahead, AJ. If she does have, I
4: was gonna say, if she does have the baby, just don't say it has Glenn's eyes. <laughs> Too soon. True. Too soon. <laughs> no, I think it's been long enough <laughs> No, I think it's
3: alright Because I saw a uh, that episode came out uh, a couple of days before Halloween or the day before Halloween and the next day I was already seeing jack-o-lanterns that were made to look like Glenn's head with, uh, oh. with eyes oh, not, falling out of it and stuff like that <laughs> Alright, Troy, AJ when are you guys going to talk about that episode? Go for it, Troy um,
1: I mean, I, I have a little bit of a different perspective because <clears throat> I actually dropped out of the walking dead, uh, before they got to the governor.
3: Oh, was way, yeah. Way back.
1: So, yeah. And so I just jumped on again on this season. Uh, so I didn't quite have the investment in these characters, uh so I actually kind of
3: I don't even think Abraham was part of the show then, was he?
1: No, he was. not know. He wasn't. And so yeah, I So probably I, half
3: the people
0: there you didn't really
1: Well, I I knew who they were because I've kind of been kind of been keeping track cuz you know with with the podcast I kind of have to keep up on these things. So I I knew who these people were, but I wasn't invested in them. Um so when when Glenn and Abraham did die. I actually kind of laughed out loud. <laughs> so it is. It is possible I might be a sociopath. I'm not entirely sure.
0: It's a safe um, place. Okay, yeah. Thank you. We don't judge
2: here.
1: We'll put the laughter back <laughs> in manslaughter.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, no, I I I really enjoyed it. You know, it's it, it brought me back. That episode brought me back to the Walking Dead, and I've. Uh, you know, I've, I've been catching up ever since. And, yeah, I mean, and speaking of calling it, AJ, if you want to, if you guys want to go check out our YouTube video, um, we did a Loot Crate unboxing, and AJ called it. He, he said both of those guys were going to die, so that was pretty Hit impressive. It right on the head. <laughs> right on
2: the
3: head. <laughs> so to speak. No pun intended.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, what did you guys think of... Uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's portrayal of Negan, because in this ep- in that particular episode, I think there were maybe five lines in the whole show that wasn't Jeffrey Dean Morgan monologuing, and mm-hmm. but still I was engaged. You know, I'm engaged the entire time that he's talking. Everything that he says, you know, I'm either laughing at it or I'm just you know he's doing terrible evil things, but I'm laughing at him doing them, even though he's doing them to characters that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: i feel like it wasn't until episode four that you really got to like see negan i didn't i really in the first episode didn't care for him i know they were falling staying true to the comic books and doing the whole any, meeny miny mo. but i thought it kind of drug it out quite a bit yeah and w- and with this episode um where him and rick kind of go off and i know that he was trying to break rick but i don't know i thought that they could have done a little bit of a better job with it um the other thing that i was gonna say is i did like how they kind of um made it daryl's fault that glenn got killed yeah then that gives like uh, that gives like daryl extra motivation to survive you know and to get revenge
3: yeah but uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of guilt. And, and see, Daryl is a character that doesn't exist in the comics. He's he's just he was on the TV show, and that's it. So right. I could almost see him. I was almost kind of thinking that he might be the character that got killed. But there's always people saying, "If Daryl dies, we riot," yeah. which I don't really know why, because Daryl is
1: that why they're having riots? Right
3: <laughs> that's not why. We won't get into that. I, oh. I,
1: th- I think that's something else. Yeah, I don't
3: sure. Oh. But um. <laughs> But Daryl, the
0: real world on this show.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Daryl is a (laughs) is a cool character, but he really until the last couple of episodes, he really doesn't do that much. You know, he doesn't say much. He's kind of used as muscle. Sometimes it's almost like they don't really know what to do with him. You know, but you know, make him say something funny right here and make him shoot an arrow at this thing. You know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. But I think this season. It, that's going to change a little bit and he's going to have a lot more to, to do and be a lot more central to the, to the plot.
4: Well, he's already mm-hmm. had to like survive in this type of environment in one of the earlier seasons, you know, where he had to like claim his territory and um, be kind of harder than more than he was. So
3: yeah. Um, moving on from the premiere episode two was completely different. It was almost like they wanted to uh give us a week to, to breathe and to laugh a little bit. They did a, a nice change of pace and we saw Morgan and Carol uh in the kingdom. And Carrie Payton did an excellent I thought he done he did an excellent job as King Ezekiel. The special effects for Shiva were awesome. It almost it almost looked like there was a real tiger there. Not quite, you know. But almost. Yeah, yeah, it was almost oh. there. And for uh, for an AMC TV show, it was pretty spot on. But it was pretty good. Yeah,
0: because I, I I I wasn't sure if it was, uh, if it if it was like a 3D image or if they had like done like a green screen and had an actual tiger somewhere else. And but like something about it looked a little off, but I couldn't quite tell what it was.
3: Yeah, no, it was so. it was uh, a mixture of practical and uh, 3D effect. They, they they didn't have a real tiger at any time it was uh they had a practical effect uh fake tiger in some shots and then sometimes it was a 3d model when you got to see its face and, and and it was making expressions and stuff it was it was a 3d model but the episode was uh like i said it was comical which was much needed after the last one but uh but i don't know uh we kind of left those characters behind after that what what did you guys think of the think of the episode with the kingdom and King Ezekiel and all that.
4: I did like how King Ezekiel kind of called Carol out because she's trying to play this naive, innocent woman
1: and it doesn't, it doesn't fly with him. He, he sees right through it. Yeah. I, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I mean, like you said, I think it was a good, <clears throat> it was a good filler episode, you know, a nice breather, uh, Negan free episode, um, <sighs> and so it was it was kind of nice to to see uh a, a sanctuary for people um right. to see this place where people were happy and uh t- kind of trying to create some semblance of a normal life um i thought that was i thought that was kind of cool i uh
3: i liked it yeah, and you said you said it's a filler episode, but there's still there is a couple of parts in the episode that are things that you need to know, like the fact that uh, Negan is making them give him pigs or hogs. That is true, and uh, and of course they're filling their guts full of uh, rotten walker meat before they before <laughs> they give it to them. So I don't know how that's going to work out in the future, but it makes you kind of get the feeling that these characters in the kingdom have already gone through something similar to what Rick and, and, and the group is going through now that he's, uh, he's probably killed a few of their people while everybody sat back and couldn't do anything about it.
0: And mm-hmm. well, they said like way back when, when you first meet the, um, like part of Negan's crew, um, he was like, uh, you're normal. I just kill one of y'all right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, so that apparently that's just their standard M.O. Like, just to show them they business, they just start killing. They, they kill one person to show that they're serious. Um,
3: Lucille is thirsty. Oh, she's <laughs> a vampire man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I I, I haven't read the comics. I don't read the comics. Um, So, like, a lot of the anticipation of, oh, so-and-so's coming on. Oh, they're finally going to get to see so It doesn't really... Um, it doesn't have that weight for me, so I, I mean, so I'm I'm strictly, I mean, I'm sure I would love the comics, but part of the reason I don't read them at this point is because I don't want to spoil the show for myself. Um, so, yeah, like
3: the the
2: the.
0: Everybody hearing
3: that or that wow! Just... I think the FBI has just tapped in our signal. We did not say we did not say anything about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. I promise. <laughs> Aj Aj was just joking, okay. Exactly.
2: Sorry, <laughs> big
0: brother.
3: Okay, go ahead, John. I'm sorry.
0: John isn't here right now.
3: Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I I I, and so yeah. So I so I read the comic, and normally I think that works fine for me. But like it's it's times like this where you know everyone's got like. Everybody else is like, you know, rubbing their hands together. Ooh, I know it's coming. It's going to be good. And I have no idea. Um, You know, so I am glad of it because I get to see it with completely fresh eyes. But I also kind of feel like I'm missing out. Uh, Like, you know, everybody knows a secret.
3: Yeah. Well, the thing I like about the show is that even if you have read the comics, you still don't know what's going to happen. Because they change stuff in the comics all the time. And we're at a point in the show now. I used to read the comics... All the time. Um, I was actually reading the comics before they started making the show, and we're at the point now in the show that I haven't read beyond that in the, uh, in the comics. So I kind of know hints of stuff that's going to happen later in the season, but I don't know exactly because it's, uh, that's about the time that I stopped. I know that in the comic there is an alliance between the three, um, survival groups where you've got Dang. Alexandria and the kingdom and the hilltop, and they kind of come together to form a, an alliance against Negan, but I don't remember how that played out. I mean, I'm sure the good guys win, but, <laughs> but I don't you're know. Not,
0: you're not sure how many good guys they lose. Yeah. In the I don't know
3: who, I don't know how many people are going to die or anything like that. So, uh, so yeah, I'm not going back and, and trying to catch up on the comic or anything like that because because uh they're kind of getting to where they're trying to stick to the comics a little bit more over the last couple of seasons and so i think that if you read from here on out in the comics it might start to spoil th- more more things than it would have in the past when they were they were doing their own thing on tv so i don't know aj you got what what do you have to say about the kingdom um i
4: did okay i was kind of wondering what type of armor is it that they're using? It almost looks like something that you, they would use if they're going paintballing. It didn't really yeah. look like it was anything protective.
0: I think that's. I think that's exactly what it is. Like I think it's like like you say, like paintball, like they, they like somebody from talking or to
4: cross it. or something.
0: Yeah, like um, sports authority. You know, oh, like and I don't think that they,
3: I don't think that they're wearing it to actually use it as protection. I think that they're wearing it because they're living in this kingdom society and King Ezekiel has his knights and knights wear armor. So they just, they wear this stuff because they found it somewhere. They raided a, a sporting goods store somewhere and they got this stuff. So they just wear, I don't think they're actually wearing it because they think it's going to protect, protect them from a walk or anything like that. I, th- I think both. I think it's both. Yeah. Well, you know, they, it,
0: it, I'm I'm sure it would protect them.
3: Now if they it, had some white like police riot gear or something like that, like they used when they were in the prison, you know, that kind of stuff really would because that stuff is designed to, to protect you if a prisoner tries to bite you or something like that. So they need to raid a, a prison or a or a, a police well, station but, or something I mean, like but
0: that. If, but if you think about it, I mean, the, the, the walkers are, they're still, like, their bodies are just human. Yeah. So it's not like they have super sharp teeth or super sharp claws or anything. Like, so, I mean, if you can't bite through it, like, I couldn't bite through, like, a leather coat, you know. So a leather coat would be protection. Yeah. You know. So it's anything special? that's tougher than silk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should be
2: fine. Did you also, and,
4: did you, oh, sorry. Go ahead, AJ. Um, i just gonna say, did you guys also get a sense, kind of, okay, when they are doing that exchange with the pigs, um, they one of them kind of stepped down of line and they got in a like a small little argument and fight, and then it seemed like one of Negan's guys he was able to just get some free punches in. Yeah, is that? I mean. So is that gonna that kind of one of their rules or one of their things that they've established in this kingdom that if you mess up or was that more of Negan's rules?
0: I think it's I think that is like the 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 hierarchy I guess like um, I think that's just the format like it shouldn't have whatever goes down needs to be settled there it shouldn't it should never go up the chain to like get to Negan for him to have to solve it. You know that oh. they 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 should have been able to solve it on the parking lot. And the way that they, uh, the way that um, Ezekiel solved it was fine. Get your lick in, and then this is settled. Right.
3: What do you what do you think that they're trying to accomplish by putting all the rotten Walker meat into the get the pigs to eat those Walkers? Because it's not going to infect them. Everybody's already infected, unless they're just but trying. Does everybody
0: to, already know that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, who who
3: knows what'll happen? I think it's... Maybe it'll I, make them sick. I think it, it became common knowledge. I think, well, I mean, I know it became common knowledge in Rick's group that everybody... No, I mean, they,
0: they, they might know that, yeah, when you die, you turn, no matter how you die. Yeah, I think they've got to that but point. But who now. really knows what will happen if you eat? Nobody knows what'll happen.
3: Yeah. Nobody I mean, I guess worry. you could get food poisoning from it and die. You get really sick and, and, and you could die and then you turn into a walker. And people right. might have seen that happen and think that that's what caused it, but, you know... I'm sure that at at this point in the timeline, everybody has seen somebody die from another cause other than a bullet to the head or something and seen them come back. So I think everybody's probably, everybody probably knows that you're going to come back no matter how you die.
0: Yeah. But that, but we don't know everything that will kill you. Like, like, Oh, I can't remember his name, but the, uh, the guy who, when they when they met the cannibals, uh-huh. they they were you know, they they were they ate him. They were eating his leg. Yeah, uh, after he had been infected, and, and he you know said they were was, killed. They
3: were eating tainted yeah. meat. Yeah,
0: yeah, they were killed like an hour or two later. So we don't know what would have happened. Yeah, you know if they hadn't been slaughtered by Rick and Rick and company. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: I, so I also I also saw that part as uh, it's it's kind of their little way to be kind of rebellious to kind of stick it to Negan and his group without actually having to, you know, really show any force. It's, you know, it's like, it's like Like Donald spitting in your food. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Same thing. That, that, that's how I, that's how I saw it.
3: So in, in episode three, we actually go to the sanctuary, which is Negan's compound. And we, we see Daryl. We haven't seen Daryl since the end of the premiere and he's being held in a cell and I think that name of the episode was the cell or something like that. And mm-hmm. yeah. he's being psychologically tortured. And I'm assuming they're trying to brainwash him, uh, by Dwight. And they're making him eat dog food sandwiches <laughs> and listen to easy street by the collapsible, the collapsible hearts club really loud over and over. And we get our first look at Negan since the premiere and get a little bit, a little peek at Dwight's uh, backstory. So, just to give you a little bit of comic book insight that might explain some of what Negan and Dwight were talking about and why the girl that Dwight was talking to had an obvious former relationship with him. But Negan's thing is that he and the saviors go around to different survival communities, take half their stuff in exchange. They offer protection. Mainly they're offering protection from them, you know, from Lucille but Negan also takes from his soldiers he takes their wives, he takes their girlfriends, and they become his wives, and he has all of them living together in a compound and some so obviously some of the soldiers don't like that, but they're conditioned to not do anything about it and uh and so, I think that's what had happened with uh Dwight was he had Negan had taken his girlfriend from him or his wife from him, and that's that's who that that girl was but uh and they're conditioning Daryl and they give him some options. You guys might have to correct me on this, but either either be one of Negan's soldiers or go and be one of the guys that has to run through the walker obstacle course. And uh what was the other he gave him another option. Didn't he give him three options? Either that or die right now or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, he said uh he said work for me, um work on the wall or die.
3: Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and when he, when he came at him with the bat, I, there was part of me that thought that he was about to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. he swung that bat like he was going to hit something and stopped it. But yeah, I don't know. But my prediction is that Daryl will eventually be a Trojan horse for the group and will be kind of instrumental in taking Negan down. Um, he's kind of he's kind of filling a role that Carl played in the comic because Negan kind of took Carl under his wing and, and started training him and stuff. So I think Daryl is kind of filling that role a little bit because they don't want to, they don't want to go that They're wanting to do something different with Carl, I think. So mm. what do you guys think about, uh, about that episode? It was a catchy tune. <laughs> it's a terrible song. <laughs> Especially they have to listen lie. to over and over and over and over again. I couldn't imagine. But not as bad as maybe the Barney song or something like that.
2: <laughs> right.
3: John. Um
0: I I was annoyed with Carl, actually. I'm like, I could, I could see, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. We're we're still talking about the cell episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The cell.
0: I'm sorry. I was just so annoyed with Carl from the episode after that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, yeah, it was, uh, I liked that it was, um, another episode where you don't go right back to, to, uh, to Rick and the team, um, I would have been fine if we didn't know what happened to Daryl for a few episodes, but I, but I was, I was, I was glad to see it. Um, I'm trying to think of something I didn't like about that episode. Uh, no, nah, but I, I, I don't really have any complaints about that episode. I I, um, I, I feel like everybody's character got a little bit more established. Um, I think that. Oh, I I don't remember Dwight's ex-wife's name um but I feel like she's just marked for death at this point like yeah <laughs> before before the season is out because A she's trying to help Daryl B she's caught up in the middle of this web of conflicting forces and you know I mean like it, it she she's really kind of walking the razor line anyway of alliances so it, it, if she makes it through the end of the season, you know, it'll be a miracle. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I already mentally just turned down, down my, uh, my investimeter <laughs> to, to, to 0.5 on her.
3: Daryl, sure Daryl and Dwight have a lot of similarities. They kind of remind me of each other. It's almost like Dwight used to be Daryl and now yeah, he's like before and after. Yeah. And now he's one of Negan's guys. So it kind of look, you kind of look at that and you're like, well, Daryl could turn into one of the saviors and, you know, it could happen. They could brainwash him, you know?
0: Well, I don't, I don't even know that it's so much brainwashing. Like, you know, like there are four lights kind of brainwashing. It might just be like, this is what you have to do to survive. Like, this is, this is what you got to do. Yeah. And and there's no, you know, you got to make your peace with it or you'll, you'll die. Cause even like the little crew that tried to get away, you know, led by Dwight you know, they did the math. Like they, like Negan, you know, chased them wherever and they technically kind of got away, but like it will be running for the rest of our lives if we don't go back. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that it's so much that, like you think that Negan's right. You just, you know, you just kind of grin and bear it.
3: Yeah. Troy, AJ. Um,
1: I, 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 I would say, well, first of all, I I liked your uh, Star Trek Next Generation reference, <laughs> yeah. John. That was good. Well, yeah, I that enjoyed sense. that. I, I um, <laughs> I liked about that episode was is seeing what life is kind of like um, in that in that compound. Uh, you know, and in the beginnings, you're seeing Dwight make that sandwich. Um,
3: you yeah, know, he was he, chowing down on that pedigree sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And, yeah, and you, you see him like grab the lettuce and you see Negan walk by and everybody kind of bows, you know, kind of kneels to him. Uh, and so that, that's, that's what I liked. I, I like seeing, um, kind of how Negan is, is running, uh, or has, has everything set up in that, in that sanctuary. There's, there's very much, uh, a law and an order in that, uh, in that compound. And it was, it was pretty fascinating to see
2: personally. Yeah.
4: I I did like that as well, as well as, um, it seems to me that now the zombies are kind of just an afterthought. I mean, they're still a viable threat, but at the same time, it's more of the humans that are the real, that are the real threat to everybody. And, their way of life and like they said from the from the get-go of this season you know you're that their world's going to get so much bigger and it really has like you see that there's actually tons of people that have survived this and how they have survived and what they've had to do to stay alive
0: It it was also a nice contrast from the um you know from the episode right before it where you see you know kind of two ways to set up your society. You know, uh-huh. there can be this this round table council of, you know, we're all in it together and, you know, rising tide and all boats and all that stuff. As opposed to this basically a dictatorship um but you can work your way up the ranks. You know, there there are different levels. Um, it's not it's not like Negan's at the top and everybody's just enslaved. Well, technically they are enslaved mm-hmm. under him, but you know, you can be, you know, it's, it's almost more like the mob.
3: Yeah. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you're all, everybody's under his thumb, but you can still be, you can be a made man Yeah. or, or so. Like, and, and, it, and it was interesting to see, like, both of these societies technically work, you know, in the, in the apocalypse and like they, they both function and arguably Negan's functions better since we think that it's bigger, but we don't really know. And so that's one of the things that I'm, I'll be looking forward to this season too, to kind of see, like when they really collide.
3: Yeah, and going back to what AJ, what you were just saying about the zombies is that um, if you look at the zombies that they're showing this season, and then go back and look at the ones that they showed from the first season, ninety percent of the ninety percent of them are not really a threat anymore because they've been dead for so long that you can actually tell that they've they've rotted a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing the makeup different. The, the ones that are more of a threat would be the people that have died more recently. The the older ones are only really a threat if they get in large numbers. And then, yeah, the the, the other people that they see are more of a threat, and they even showed that at the end of the premiere, you know, Rick saw a walker and just ignored it. That, that doesn't matter anymore, you know, because they've got, they've got worse things to, to deal with. But um, oh, yeah. in this past episode, we finally saw... Uh, Rick and friends, uh, back in Alexandria, and apparently, every person there is gearing for a fight except for Rick. Rick is a broken man, he's oh. he's he's lost okay, so he's lost two people, he doesn't want to lose anybody else. And I, I, I'm sure things are going to change before the end of the season, but two and a half if you come, Darrell. <laughs> yeah, oh. the. The attitude that Rick is showing, where he's uh, scared and everything, it does to me. It doesn't mesh with the Rick that we've seen in the past. He's been in situations where he's lost people before, and he's never just laid down and the way that he was searching the compound, searching Alexandria for those two guns because he was afraid Negan was going to kill that girl. You know, he wouldn't have done that before. You know, he would have. I know he's got he he's outnumbered he's outnumbered and stuff, but Rick's usually got a plan or he's at least thinking of a plan or something and and it seems like he's just right now he's throwing in the towel. So one of two things has got to happen this season either either Rick's going to grow some balls or somebody else is going to have to step up as the leader of the group because everybody else is wanting okay what are we going to do about this how are we going to get out from under this and Rick's like. There is no getting out of this. I'm not the leader anymore. Negan's the leader now. You know, so and I know eventually there's gonna be an alliance and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just I'm interested to see where it's where it's going in the remainder of the season. We got four episodes left before the end of the uh this this half of the season, the, before the winter finale and everything. So what do you guys think about uh how Rick is acting in this last episode?
1: I um I think he's. I mean, like like you said, he's he's broken. Yeah. You no, know? I mean Negan Negan succeeded. He he broke him. He he knows and he sees Negan as as like the threat, and he sees him. He, he doesn't see a way out. You know, he doesn't see how he can fight this guy with you know the sheer numbers that he has. Um, and so I I think. I think you're correct when you say that there's there's going to be somebody else that's going to step up eventually and kind of lead the revolt against Negan. But I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be Rick. Yeah. I'm. Yeah.
0: Um I, I agree, and Sean, I'm going to speak in defensive
3: Rick. He has his balls are fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like I, I think that 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 first episode.
3: We'll have to ask uh, Michonne, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: if she sorry. even wants to be with
0: him
3: yeah. after that deer and the gun incident. Yeah, true,
0: true. Yeah. See, but like I. Rick, I think Rick is like, he, and like, like when people are like, we need to stand up, we need to stand up. I think when he was talking with Sean, he's like, it doesn't matter. If they have the numbers. Like, even if we come up with the best plan in the world, they have the numbers. And like, that was the mistake that they made the first time. Like, okay, well, we'll kill these people and that'll be it. Okay, well, we'll kill these other people and that'll be it. Okay, so he's got this compound over here. We'll kill all of them and that'll be it. And like that was the plan that they had before. And it was completely disproven because the the fact of the matter is because Negan does such a good job of keeping things separate. They really don't know how many people Negan has under his control. Right. And Rick's not going to make that mistake again. I think if someone came with him, came to him with a viable, you know, scenario, he would be down for it. But I, I you know, and I, and I think, yeah, I was going back to saying that that first episode where, You know it basically you know throughout the night he's he's torturing Rick and he gets to the point where he is willing to chop Carl's hand off Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know and and like the fact that we go on that journey with him is like yeah yes I guess you got to do it I mean like I I guess technically I'd I'd be broken too yeah I yeah I mean I I would have done it I mean which is why since we're in the proper episode now what the hell Carl what what do you (laughs) I could see it if you were one. If you weren't one of the people who were there, if you were back in Alexandria, I get that fine. But no, you saw what happened. Yeah, you saw what happened. So the only way I can kind of justify that is either Carl's stupid, and I don't think he's stupid, or he's he's going a little. Maybe he's been pushed a little past the edge, too.
3: He's a teenager, and he thinks that he knows something that everybody else doesn't know. He thinks that he's smarter than everybody else. Because but he was there. I know. He it, it. I know. He I know. But uh, coming from somebody that has two teenagers that live with him, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it doesn't matter what they've seen or what they know or what they've been taught they're still going to try it. They're still going to do something. Break them. Yeah.
4: Go ahead, Sean. Break them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got another arm. They'll be fine.
3: Cut one of their arms off, make the other one do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, for, just,
4: just set it up. Set Parenting patterns, to get the zombie you know? apocalypse. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. All right. So um, anybody got, got anything else to say about that episode?
4: Yeah. I, I was going to say um, – you, uh, John, you kept referencing it. They've got the numbers. They've got the numbers. But I think once the other kingdom, you know, the kingdom as well as the hilltop gets involved and they realize, hey, we've got the numbers, you know, right. I think the tides can turn. And I don't think complete. Um, Rick's completely lost his edge because after he did find those guns and confronted the guy, I forget his name, but he's just like, I will break your jaw, you know. Spencer. I'm, I'm not sure if he was just lashing out at Spencer because Negan's lashed out at him, you know, so he's kind of like, I can't pick on him or I can't um, fight against Negan, but I can fight against you. So I'm not sure if it was that or if it was um, him actually, I mean, trying to keep everybody safe and being like, no, like this is the way it has to be for right now until we have the numbers.
3: And it's a little bit of both because, you know, his, fr- yeah. his frustration is going to be channeled somewhere you know he's he's plus Spencer's a dick yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that too yeah let's,
0: let's
1: back to that in too
3: Troy, did you have anything to say
1: um i i would say uh you know if you if you're wondering how this is going to play out just watch a bug's life it's basically the same plot <laughs> every western ever yeah yeah, yeah exactly
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, he is he is a classic Western villain. Type. Well, um, all right. So, listeners, be sure to stay tuned after the show and join Chris Hardwick for Talking Potato, and uh, he'll do he'll do some interviews and recap everything that's happened on the podcast. But what, Chris Hardwick does a talk show based on every show that amc does (laughs) you know he did that for he does i mean walking dead obviously but then he did one he did a show just like that for breaking bad he did a couple Mm -hmm. episodes for uh better call saul i'm waiting for him to start doing one for comic book man (laughs) (laughs) yeah all that so um john you had you had something you wanted to to talk about before we wrapped up didn't you oh yeah
0: the um the alphabet thing yeah so, how many of you have a computer in front of you right now? I do. I do. I do. I do. Excellent. All right, go to uh, go to the Cosmic Potato Facebook page. I don't know if you guys have looked at this yet already, but um, I posted in in my actual home a few years ago. I started doing this. I have uh, different images up to like represent the letters of the alphabet. Um. And they're all geekified, so I, I put the um, I put the latest batch, or the current batch, I should say, up online, and I post them on the Cosmic Potato site. And I wanted to, uh, I want you guys to go through and see how many. Uh, I expect you'll probably get all of them. You might miss one or two, but I, I just wanted to see how how it worked out. So let me know when you when you've got it up.
3: I've got it. I up. have it. So you've got a different image to represent a, a letter of the alphabet.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I guess we'll do... How, do, how do you want to do it, Sean? I'm letting
3: you lead. All right.
0: All right. Uh, are you guys up on letter A? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Shadow when you got it.
3: Oh, uh, tell you what What Ava... the image is. That, yeah. That's West, from, West... isn't that from Avatar? Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. I would also accept <laughs>
0: Aang or Airbender.
3: Yeah, the B, last airbender. Yeah, yeah. B Bugs Bunny. Is that who C? that is?
1: Okay, I think so. I think wow, that is, I, uh,
3: that is uh, Cleopatra twenty-five twenty-five, isn't it? No, good guess, but no, no. Okay, that's Lucy Lawless I'm, in the I'm middle, not gonna, isn't it?
4: Where exactly you guys are talking about? Are
3: you on the Cosmic Potato Facebook page?
4: I am. Yeah. Oh, wait. Mm, yes. it's All right. Up. Okay, so you'll okay. go
3: down a couple of... Go, yeah, uh, go entries. a couple of posts down. You, okay. Yeah, you so should alpha see Alpha, it. beta. It's a, uh... Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That right. looks like Lucy Lawless in the middle. It is Lucy Lawless in the middle from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay.
0: And they are Cylons. Oh, Cylons. Oh, okay.
3: That one I do not know.
1: D um From Farscape. Oh I am out on that one. I'm, I'm not sure. Dargo. Dargo. Oh. Alright. Excellent show, you guys watch. It.
3: That is Albert Einstein. <laughs> that is Einstein, correct. Yes. Everything is relative. Okay. Uh, F that's Fire, from Firefly. 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 Is, yeah, Firefly. Fire. The ship is the Serenity, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Now, it's this fire is... Firefly catch. This is... Uh, Goku? Yeah, from... Goku. From Dragon Ball. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Okay. Then you got... Hendrick? Jim Henson with Kermit.
0: Or Henson. Yeah. Henson, Yep. I... Oh, in
3: Inception? The, inception. Yes. Oh, nice. yeah. I, I didn't yes. get that. Yeah, I was... Gonna say game pieces? I don't know. It's a uh, Jedi.
0: It's a Jedi.
3: Superman. Kalel. Not Kalel. Yeah. Yes. Would we'll also
1: accept? Krypton? Krypton. Kryptonian,
3: yes. Yeah. There you go. This you might as well not get this one. And that was, that's not Bruce Lee.
0: <laughs> it is not it is not Bruce Lee. Uh, uh so there was a movie in the eighties called The Last Dragon. Okay. Showed on HBO all the time. Uh, so his, he he is the last dragon, and his name is also Lee Roy. Oh, okay. Um, it's not. It's a. It's a. I won't say it's a bad movie, but it's. The acting, is not good.
2: The fight <laughs> scenes are.
0: Fight scenes are decent. Yeah. But it is. It is. It's really funny. It's. It's. It's a it's an action comedy. Uh. Pop music video kind
3: of film. Oh, okay. It was going a different way than I thought. I thought you were going to tell us it's just a kung <laughs> a kung fu movie or something. I was expecting it pop is, music it is video. A kung yeah. Fu. yeah, it is a kung fu.
0: It's, it is quite. It is quite the blend.
3: The next one is the uh, Matrix. Yes. The
0: Matrix. Nintendo? Nintendo.
3: Nintendo Power. Yeah. And... Oh, I didn't get that one. Right. Oh. Uh,
1: Peanuts is P. I don't know yes, what the oh, oh so wait, oh because
3: um, that's Earth with a big chunk bitten out of oh, it. Let's get past this that. is
1: from
0: Adventure Time.
3: Oh, okay. See I don't watch Adventure Times. Oh yeah, I, I see Adventure the character Time. up there in the corner. Yeah. Oh so Ooh. That, so Ooh. Yeah. Cause, ooh. Yeah, because we talked about right. it on the show. You I remember one of our episode titles was the The Tapestries of Ooh or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Alright, All right, so Peanuts is the next one. Quantum yeah. Leap. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that one anywhere? I knew you could get that one yeah. Ra- Raiders? Yeah. Raiders. That is a uh, uh Schoolhouse yeah, Rock. Yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. There you go.
4: when a bill becomes a law. Yeah, I love that.
3: <laughs> that was my favorite song. Turtles. Yeah. Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh Unicron. Yep. Unicron is in our theme song. Is, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd ever pointed that out. I have summoned you here for our purpose. Yeah.
0: I was I, I can't tell you. Like we didn't collaborate at all. You just said, okay, here's the opening.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I tell you I don't know if I've ever told you how pleased I am that you put me in a crime.
3: This is Voltron. This one is Voltron.
0: Voltron. Yeah. yeah.
4: Are you guys really excited for the new movie? I Is to make? i haven't heard much
3: about the movie i know i have seen a couple episodes of the new show that's on netflix and i like it pretty well but yeah yeah
0: i you know i don't really get my hopes up about (laughs) about (laughs) 80s movies anymore yeah
3: this one is willy wonka gene wilder so i guess either way wilder wonka that's that's the correct yeah
0: x-files yeah x-files
3: this, one's, this one can be tricky. You gotta think I know about it's that. Lord of the Rings. Um, you yeah.
4: shall not pass.
3: Correct. Okay. I, uh, was, oh. right. I was trying to think of the name of the creature, but I know it doesn't start with a Y. It, it's a mall yeah. rod. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is, and You Shall Not in, Pass. Uh, yeah, You Shall Not Pass. Zod. Zod, yeah. Yep. yep. Zod, yeah. yep. yep. Did you sing the song in your head? <laughs> the ABC <laughs> song? Yeah. So, you could, uh, you could kind of take these images and spell out words and create puzzles with, uh, various images and...
0: Oh, it's deep. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I not even going there. All
3: right. Well, if you guys don't I'll have do anything else to
0: talk... That. If you guys no, don't have anything else... Do what? I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> if you guys don't have anything else to talk about, I'm gonna start kind of wrapping things up, but, um i didn't have any participants for the contest that i that i started last uh episode for the homemade christmas ornament but uh i had asked for somebody for people to send in uh questions for us you know topics for us to talk about on the show i didn't get anything if you still want to participate you can send me a message and ask us a question about a show or a movie or, or or something that you want us to talk about on the show and uh and my wife makes Christmas tree ornaments, and I'm gonna have her make a Star Wars or a Star Trek themed ornament, and I'll mail it to you right after Thanksgiving, so you can uh, you can get it put on your tree. I'm gonna send one. I'm not gonna send one to every person that sends a qua I'm gonna send one. I'm gonna do a drawing <laughs> and send one because the shipping on you know, those th- the shipping on those things costs more than the uh, than it costs to make the ornament. So, but if you, you know, we've go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, AJ and I have, have uh, sent, we, we've we had the promise of free things, and we hardly ever get any responses either, so yeah, we understand. Yeah.
3: There's people, I, I mean, there's people <laughs> listening to the show. I know there's people listening to the show, there's just not people participating in uh, yeah, in, in, yeah. in chatting, and that's fine, you know, I, I, we enjoy making the show, we're going to keep making the show, <laughs> even if there's just one guy sitting out there listening, you know, so... Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to participate, just uh, you know, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter by just searching for Cosmic Potato, or you can email me at mail at cosmicpotato.com. And I want to thank Troy and AJ for being here. Uh, Troy, why don't you tell everybody where you you can find uh, World War G?
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, You can uh, find all of our episodes at worldwarg.podbean.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes and the Google Play Store. On uh, social media, we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash WorldWar G Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWG podcast. You can also email us anytime, day or night, at WorldWar or go ahead, turn. It's uh, worldwgpodcast at
3: gmail dot com. Okay. All right. So thank you guys for being here. And uh, John, pleasure as always.
0: Yeah, man. Right back at you, man.
3: (laughs) And of course, uh, (laughs) you can find all of our past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and we're also on Podcast Addict on the Android Store, as well as on our website at CosmicPotato.com. Be sure wherever you download the show that you leave us a rating and a review so that we can help more people find the show. And as always, thank you for listening and be sure to join us next time on cosmic potato the super fan talk podcast when you might hear john say
0: um you know it's time to have a little fun we're inviting you to come to see why you should be on easy street
2: (laughs) (laughs) actual lyrics